95% of evangelical churches bookend their services with music. We call it the worship experience. One of the most common misconceptions in the church today is that quote-unquote worship or the worship is what happens on stage. Worship has become an adjective used to describe rather than a verb used to define. Today, we want to set the record straight as we talk about what worship really means. This is The Deep End. The Deep End Podcast. Welcome to the Deep End Podcast, brought to you by Waters Church in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. The Deep End is where we go deeper into the scriptures to empower our walk with God. If you're watching on Facebook Live, we're glad you joined us, and we encourage you to be a part of the conversation in the comments below. If you're listening on SoundCloud or your podcast app, be sure to stay connected with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go live to Pastor Tim Hatch as we get started with today's podcast. This is The Deep End. Uh, please let us know where you're watching from. Be a part of the conversation in the comments below. Your questions and your participation is highly encouraged and welcomed. My name is Josh Pereira. I am the creative director here at Waters Church, filling in for Pastor Tim. We're here in beautiful North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Joining me in the studio, we have Mr. Josh Daigle, worship hey. director of Waters Church Milford. Say hello. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, overall musical genius. We also have the lovely Kirsten Curdy White, worship director in Woonsocket. What's going on, Curdy? I'm going, doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll never forget the time, Curdy. I was talking to your mom, and she referred to you as Kirsten, and I had no idea who she was talking about. How did you become known as uh, as Curdy around here? Um, I became known as Curdy because my dad likes to give us all our own little nicknames, and he started calling me Curdy when I was young. And my mom didn't like it too much at first, um, <laughs> but it just stuck. And now most of the people I know don't even know my real name. And I'm okay with that. I like this name. So. Yeah, she, she is known as Curdy around here. So, Curdy, why don't you give us the announcements? Let our listeners know what's going on this week at Waters Church. All right. So this week we will be having our creative team nights, and that is Thursday night. Um, if you are on the media team or you are interested in learning more about tech or media here at Waters Church, you are totally welcome to attend these nights. Um, it just gives you an opportunity to learn a little bit more about what goes on behind the scenes here. Um, we also have our growth track class this weekend. Um, and that's a class for anybody who is new to the church. Whether you're a new Christian or you've been a Christian for a long time, this class just tells you how you can get involved here at Waters. Mm. Um, it tells you all the volunteer opportunities. And then we also have our starting points class, which is for people who are new believers. But I've also heard from people who have been Christians for a while that that class was helpful for them too. So don't be discouraged from taking it. If you have been a Christian for a long time, it's good for everybody. Yeah, and these are these are multi-part classes. So um, I know Growth Track has three starting point has four and uh Curdy, if i if i missed class one can i still come to the class or do i need to wait until it starts all over again you can totally come to the class your your teacher in the class or your leader will catch you up on what happened the week before so that you're not in the dark like what happened yeah very cool <laughs> That's and awesome. you won't miss out on anything yeah very, very good and also regarding those team nights uh every thursday 6 30 again like Curdy mentioned uh we want to invite anybody who's interested in anything to do with worship or media or music or band or anything like that come out on thursday 6 30 the last Thursday of the month, we'll be doing like special breakouts and gatherings and uh, more cool stuff. But yeah, so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's really great. Really, really great. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Dave, what are we going to be talking about on the podcast today? So, we are talking about worship today. We're talking about uh, how we worship. We're talking about why we worship. 
But, uh, but most importantly, we're talking about what worship means because um, everyone, whether they realize it or not, everyone in, in the, in the uh, mainstream world, in the secular world, and in the church world alike, everyone um, feels this need to worship something. You know, whether it's whether you're out in the world and you worship your job, you worship money, you worship uh, fame, notoriety, whatever it is. Some people worship their kids. A lot of people worship their kids. Go <laughs> <laughs> count the parents in the house. Oh, to the max. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people worship something. And um, that's actually something God put in us. It's something yeah. God created. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Most importantly, we're going to be talking about what does worship mean? What is true worship? Yeah. You know, interestingly enough, there's an article and I have it here. It's titled, Atheist Plans to Build a Robot God for Other Atheists to Worship. That's really weird. Uh, former Google engineer and tech genius plans to create an artificial intelligence that is a billion times smarter than any human. His expectation is that someday people will recognize the computer as a god and worship it. The self-proclaimed believer in atheistic scientism believes that science alone is sufficient to answer all problems. Again, everybody worships something. So this yeah. guy proclaimed atheist and, and still has a need to express worship to something. Mm-hmm. For Anthony Lewandowski, the name of this Google engineer, uh, he worships science. And like you mentioned, for many others, money, notoriety, popularity, your kids, how you look. There's so many things. Yeah. And I think uh, what we're going to see today is that the reason why everybody, believer or not believer, worships something is because we were designed that way. We were designed yeah, to definitely. worship something mm-hmm. or rather someone. The only one of being worshipped, God. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. That's crazy too. That article, even <clears throat> even people who deny the existence of God, can acknowledge the effects that God has placed on their life. You know, can acknowledge the desires that God has put in them, whether or not they even realize it's from God. Amen. Yeah. And I think uh, the first step to understanding what worship is is to understand what worship is not. Yeah. Christians have taken the word worship and like. If you guys notice this, they tag it onto various elements of church culture. Onto everything. <laughs> what are some things that, that you've heard, Curdy? Uh, worship teams, worship leaders. Worship bands, <laughs> worship songs. Worship books, worship seminars. Worship, worship services, worship experiences. Yep. I, I think at some point, people in the church have disconnected with the root of what worship really is and what it looks like in the church. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's kind of like what you said earlier. People have made worship out to be an adjective. It's just how you describe church things now. You yeah. Know, and it's not sure. It's not a verb anymore. People just use it as an adjective. Yeah. And have you noticed it's become synonymous with music? Yeah. You know? Oh, that's huge. It's huge, man. And without a solid foundation for what worship is, I think we run the risk of worshiping like our own created idea of yeah. God rather than the true rather supreme God true himself. God. Yeah. Yeah. Worship has totally become... It's like the word worship has become interchangeable with music in the church. Like mm-hmm. that's the that's the worship part, and then everything else that's just the other parts of the service. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, let me let me preempt what we're going to be talking about by this for yeah. all of the uh, super spiritual people on Facebook. <laughs> 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 there are a ton of great. Uh, scriptural resources for further study on this topic. We're only scratching the surface. There are definitely many more qualified scholarly individuals than us that could definitely add to this conversation. Um, What we're talking about here completely just reflects our opinion, our own personal study, our belief in what we think is true and what we're trying to uh, incorporate into the experience here at Waters Church um, under the leadership of Pastor Tim and and all of the different leaders here. And, uh, you know, constantly we're growing and we're asking God to, to give us grace in these matters regarding the church. But I think just for the remainder of the podcast, we're going to define worship as this. 
The definition is anything we do that gives expression of the supreme worth and value of God. The experience of the heart transformed by the renewing of the mind and overflowing into acts of the body. Yeah, that's spot on. I love that. You know, so uh, three points and we're done. I always want to say that. Ooh, three, <laughs> three, three points, points and then we're done. Three points and we're done. Take notes. If you have notes, if you have notes, take notes. If you don't have notes, take notes anyway. Yes. Take notes anyway. Absolutely. So three points. Let's start with the first one. The who. So not the man, but the who. Worship begins by knowing who God is. So let's just break this down for a second. Yeah, I, I want this to be a little bit more conversational than normal. Yeah. Um, you know, how do we know who God is? You want to take this one first, or do you want me to take this one first? I'll, I'll give it a shot. Go for it. <laughs> so um, we know who God is by seeking out a relationship with him through prayer and through reading the Bible and just um, diving into that relationship as much as we can. And the more you you do that, the more you seek him, the more you'll know about him. You know, the scripture says, draw near to, to God and he will draw near to you. And that's mm-hmm. really all we have to do. And um, music is definitely one of those resources. You know, when, you, when you're singing, you're praying. Um, so when we sing and we praise him, that's an act of drawing near to him. Yeah. What do you think? And yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and going off of that, I think, um, or rather, I'd, I'll say I know that we will never fully know or understand God until we're with him yeah, you know, in heaven. So it's, it's not like you arrive at this place where you know who God is, but it's just a constant seeking. If you put it into perspective, like any other relationship you have, you're constantly getting to know that person. Yes. If, if it's with your wife or your husband or you know, your family, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. It's like, you know, talking to them once a day for five minutes is like, that's not cutting it. That's not, that's not enough to sustain the relationship and to further know them. And it's, it's the same thing with God. Like you constantly have to seek him out. You constantly have to call out to him. Yeah. I mean, I I do believe that it is a process and we, we can learn about who God is through the scripture and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the beauty about this process is that we continually learn new things about God as we study and as the Holy Spirit reveals it to us. Yeah, And like exactly. you were saying, like in a marriage, you know what I mean? You, 10 years into the marriage, you know your wife better than on day one. 20 yeah. years, 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. You know, uh, there's some couples that have been blessed with so many years and they're still yeah. learning new things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hashtag all you grandparents out there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so again, worshiping begins by knowing who God is. And so if we look at John 4, it talks about worshiping in spirit and in truth. And I think good worship, true worship, depends on two things. A grasp of the truth of who God is. Not something that we've created, but the truth. Mm -hmm. Who is God? His nature, his character, his love for us, the the sacrifice, the whole whole package, knowing the truth about who God is. And, And then in response to that truth, our spirit gets a glimpse of grasping God's infinite worth and supreme value. Yeah. So we know the truth about God. Our spirit grasps his worth and worship actually means worship. Yeah. Um, and then once we, once we kind of build that foundation, now it moves in to the next part of, you know, uh, why we worship and how we worship. But yeah. let's, let's kind of give a, a practical demonstration. And for people that go to Waters Church, by the way, if you don't go to Waters Church and if you're in a Bible believing church, <clears throat> we hope that this will help you today. If yeah. you don't have a church, we invite you come out Waters Church, Definitely. North Attleboro, Saturdays at 4 p.m., Sunday mornings, 9.30 and 11.30, also in Milford. Milford at 10.30 and then Winsocket. Winsocket is also at 10.30. 10.30. That's awesome. Yes. So if you guys need uh, information on that, waterschurch.org, you can get all the info there. Definitely. Very, very cool. So 
All right. Practical. Practical demonstration yeah, on yeah. this of knowing who God is and the truth, right? Why do we not do certain songs? I love Ooh. this. Every week. I, I would say <laughs> I would say at least every week, at least somebody, yeah. one or two people come up to me and they give me song suggestions. Uh, I get texts all the time yeah. from like people. Yeah, all kinds of All I mean, over the <clears throat> You know, yeah. people I haven't talked to in 10 years suddenly <laughs> texting me like, do this song at church. So, all right. You know, and I, there's a big responsibility in selecting the songs that we do select. And mm-hmm. I, I just want to say this for everybody listening. It is not this random out of a hat picking nope. songs. I mean, we look at a song in a number of ways, two of them being lyrical content. Yep. And again, this directly relates to the point that we're talking about. Yep. Do the lyrics express the truth of who God yeah, is. The Does lyrics it, express God's infinite worth and his infinite value. Right. Mm. You know, and that's why we don't do uh, the term we've coined. We don't do like Jesus make up music. Yeah, you know what I exactly. Mean? Like, like Jesus feel good music. Yeah. It's not all about like lovey dovey and how does he make me feel? And like, and, yeah. and actually Pastor Tim talked about this uh, in, in a message series a, a couple months ago. And remember, you guys remember boyfriend Jesus? What were the other yes. ones? <laughs> yes. Yes. Boyfriend Jesus. Oh, I can't remember the other it one. It was hippie, great. That was, Jesus, I think. Hippie Jesus. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was hippie Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But in either way, I mean, it was just, it was so spot on. Yeah. And that's where, that's where, I mean, for me, when I'm, when I'm hearing a song, for me, I'm always tempted to listen to the music first because yeah. I mean, I'm a music guy. I love, yeah. I love music. Definitely. I love how it feels, the groove, the beat, the pocket, all that stuff. But again, we're, this is not just no. songs. These, this is yeah. not a, this is not just a uh, performance, if you will, you yeah. know, yes. pardon the semantics, but, um, you know, there needs to be content with what we're singing yeah i don't know if i don't know if you guys do this but every time i'm listening to like a new like worship album or a new you know a new song or something i always like pull up the lyrics Mm -hmm. and i read them as i go through them and if i'm reading them and something jumps out and it's like it's it's too feely it's too you know boyfriend jesus see yeah then it's like i i'll still listen to the song because that doesn't mean it's not a good song it doesn't mean it's not a good like you know personal prayer time personal quiet time song but yes. congregationally you know yeah 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 it's, it's got to be there's got to be depth to it it's going to be meat and potatoes <laughs> absolutely and i think uh you know again like and that's not to say that we're not going to do some songs like not every song is going to be like this humongous yeah, the- theologically yeah. full you know yeah some it, it it's really it's really based on the spirit and we, we really try yeah. i really try I, I just want the spirit to lead us in yeah. that and um thankfully we have we have a pastor and we have a, a leader who is very very involved in the yeah. selection of these songs and mm-hmm. his yes. heart is really for everything to be cohesive and yeah. so we uh it's just really excited to do that it's, let's move okay oh, oh i was just gonna i was just gonna add like it's it's a balance you gotta find between between lyrically and musically just, just because something's lyrically great that does not mean it's musically great, and that's not mean we're going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't mean that we're going to do it just because the lyrics are great. But I wanted to add, like, we are definitely not perfect through this, and we've definitely <laughs> <laughs> we've definitely made mistakes. I don't know. Yeah, we've done a couple of uh, doozies. There's, yeah. there's times where, like, we'll start playing a song, and, like, it sounds great when you listen to it alone, and you're driving, or you got headphones on or something, and, like, the song feels fantastic. And then you realize, like, you play that first chord, and then yeah. you realize the congregation is like giving you blank stares and it's you're true. like, man, this is not a good. Yeah. And there's some songs that are great and they're not singable. Yeah. And that, exactly. that's another thing. It's got to be congregational. It yes. needs to engage people. And that's another blessing. I mean, I've, I've, I've been uh, privileged to see a lot of different churches around, around the country. And, um, 
you know, just being able to see congregations and, and be a part of different things. Yeah. And like, it's so amazing and it's such a blessing to me that every single week we have a church full of people who actually open their mouth and sing. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's so great, you know, and, awesome. I, and it's not something that I take for granted at all. But anyway, let's move on. Next one. Number two, the why. So we talked about the who. Now let's move on to the why. Why yeah. do we worship? So we worship because, number one, we cover this. He's infinitely worthy. So yeah. that's yes. the first point. Second one, we were created to worship him. Mm. So what does that mean? I feel like we have to worship something. Yeah, um, like we talked earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and we have to worship God. We have to worship our creator. Yeah. And when you try to worship other things, they're just going to let you down. They're just going to fail you. And you're going to be stuck in a rut of being disappointed and just let down all the time. And when you when you figure that out and you're like, no, I need to worship something that's consistent, that that's going to love me no matter what, that's going to... Take right, back going, no going back what. to those truths about who God is. Exactly, you know? yeah. yeah. Then, you, then you recognize and realize the importance of worship. You know, like your soul needs to sing. Your soul needs to yeah. worship yeah. God, it, the creator. And without it, we're just dry and, and we're thirsty. And life is, is kind of meaningless without something yeah. to live for, you know, something to worship. Definitely. And so, again, response to his worth. It's a love for who he is. We mm-hmm. want to express that love, demonstrate that he is above all things. Uh, and we were created to worship him. So again, I, I want to mention this too, and this is a little bit more of my opinion, I think. Um, but all right, if we look at God as he's the creator, yeah, we're made in his image. We mm-hmm. all have a longing to express ourselves creatively, not just in music, but in all areas of life. I don't care what you do. You yeah. are going to be trying to express creativity in some way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the choices that we make Creatively, they can inspire, they can create a sense of wonder, or they can do the opposite. They can create a distraction. Yeah. So just like we were Thank just talking you. about in the first point with lyrics, yeah. there are some songs that the lyrics are fantastic, but the music is actually a distraction. It's either too busy or it's not engaging enough or, yeah. you know, the, yeah, that's the, huge. What, it, what it brings out in you emotionally, um, you know, melodically and harmonically, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And actually, let's take this practical for a second, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, one of the one, another question that we get all the time: Why do we do the lights? Why do we do the smoke? Why do we have loud music? Is it all? Are we trying to be the secret sensitive, culturally relevant church? Or no, that's no. not why. It's because of our innate expression. Yeah, our yeah. intrinsic expression. God created that sense of wonder. God created that ability to utilize the vehicles that he put into place, the vehicles of music, the vehicles of of light and color and artistic expression and creativity to worship him. And just because, you know, the mainstream culture has like hijacked that to use it to worship things that were were never meant to be worshiped doesn't mean that now we we can't kind of like, it's not even taking it back. It was, it was God's to begin with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, God, God is a creative I mean, he like he is a creative person. He created this entire universe. You got to be creative to do that. And because we were created in his image, he instilled that creative um, desire and that creative nature in us. So, so we want to express that and that emotional response to like you like you were talking about to the way you know the lights make you feel and the way you know uh, the harmonics of a song and, and you know the melody can make you feel like that. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Let's for okay. for people that have no idea what we're talking about right okay. now. <clears throat> let's let's take a song. A song everybody knows. Amazing okay. Grace. Amazing Grace. Right, go ahead. Okay. We we got a keyboard over here because we can't <laughs> we can't not have an instrument everywhere we go. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna play it two ways. Okay. So play it the first way. Okay. I'll sing along, and 
everybody listening, watching, whatever, just just take note of how does the music itself make you feel? Apart from lyrics, even. Just listen to the music part. Go ahead, Dave. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. listening right i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> okay first 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 thoughts what are you thinking in terms of again mood emotion feeling atmosphere environment that we're creating with melody and with the, the chord choices what, what would you feel i feel like that's that's a happy sound you know it evicts happy emotions and, and feelings and it makes you want to get into it it makes you want to sing along yeah so yeah and so that feeling like God made that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not just with music. That's with lights. That's with all that's kinds with, of cool stuff. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, can I put it in like a, like a mainstream perspective? Do it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, anytime you go to a, like a concert or an event or something, even like take like the Super Bowl halftime show, for example, mm. there's tons of crazy stuff going on, lights, mm. smoke. But if you take all that away it's a different experience yes and those lights and all the effects and stuff that doesn't make the music sound any different no it doesn't make it sound better or worse but rather it pulls something out of you it pulls a different feeling whether that be excitement or joy or or whatever and that feeling is something god created so like you were saying earlier it's almost like almost like that feeling has been like hijacked mm. and like kind of incorporated into you know mainstream culture yeah. which isn't wrong that's great um, but at the end of the day, like that's something God made. Yeah. And so, all right, now take it. Let's flip it around now. So okay. take the same song. Okay. Same, uh, same lyrics, mm-hmm. same melody, but you switch out chords and now how do you feel? Okay. Let's try this one. Let's try it. <laughs> Amazing grace, how sweet. so completely different right you yeah. it's yeah. not happening anymore now it's like it's it's almost dark it's mysterious it's yeah. um you know it, it makes you think it, it's it's more reflective it makes yeah. you it makes you just kind of internalize and it creates a different feeling it creates so, a totally different feeling yeah for anybody that wonders why we do all the things that we do it's various ways of expressing god's supreme worth and value and yeah. we're trying to cultivate moments we're trying to create environments and we're trying to use the vehicles that God has put on this earth and then he's given us to be able to, um, you know what I mean? Sculpt, sculpt those moments. Yeah. And it's, it's not even like just the obvious moments of the service where like the lights are strobing and there's like 
Yeah, it's not even the excitement it's, stuff. It's <laughs> like <laughs> there's yeah, like fireworks going off. Like it's not even just that. <laughs> it's like the moments when like you know Pastor Tim is speaking, or when you know we're getting to the end of the service and then we start playing the soft spiritual music and like the, <laughs> soft spirit. Yeah. The, like everything is like intentional. <clears throat> Everything, the thing, the, the things, the lights are doing, the things, the environment we're creating is intentional. It's because we're trying to, to you know, to partner with the Holy Spirit and pulling yes. people's and setting people's minds into a place that they'll right. be most comfortable in. Absolutely. So again, we can go on about this all day. I know I'll, I can. I can go I'm sure on. there's a ton of different uh, opinions and ideas. Do By we have the any way, comments on Facebook. Yeah, or? I was just gonna say if anyone has questions about. There's no questions. People are just agreeing and cool. saying amen. So that's awesome. That's good. That's awesome to hear from people. For sure. Very, very good. All right, let's go to the next one. We are flying through this, huh? Yeah. Yes. You can right. keep. <laughs> this I might can. Be the shortest deep end podcast ever. Uh, that's all right. I can. <laughs> I can talk about this stuff all day. So. Absolutely. So last one, the how, right? How are we called to worship? Now this is the one that gets everybody, yeah, a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because people <laughs> think that worshiping means what happens on stage. Yeah. Uh, dude with a guitar or you know guy singing or piano that's that's the worst that is not that's like the very basic um again we've kind of looked at what worship is so again it's an expression right who god really is yes infinitely worthy why we worship to express his supreme value and worth and then how do we do that yes there's two ways but before we do that i want to talk to anybody who is considering um getting involved with the team as, yeah. a, as a vocalist or as a worship leader. <laughs> um, like you were saying, Dale, and I, I think it was great how you said it, but we're partnering. Yeah. You know, we're partnering with the Holy Spirit. We're partnering with Pastor Tim as yep. um, as he is, is delivering the message and, and the word that God has given to him. And we are, um, we're directly able to communicate. I hold vocalists and singers to a higher standard than I do band members. And I'll yeah. tell you why. A band member, like we just talked about, when you're playing a guitar or when you're playing drums or bass or whatever, you have the ability to create an environment. You have the ability to create feeling and pull and and all this cool stuff. But what you don't have the ability to do is directly communicate with somebody 100%. You can't speak like direct words like this. Means like go to the store and get me coffee. No, yeah, (laughs) you can't can't do that, right? But a vocalist... You have a, a platform and a microphone, and you're using direct words, yeah. clear English or Portuguese or whatever church you go to. Yeah. You're using clear, direct language to communicate with people, and that yeah. responsibility is so heavy, and it's people don't huge. get it. They it don't is. get it. You know, uh, James 3.1 says, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness, and like the next chapter warns about worldliness, and then there's boasting. It's yeah. it's heavy stuff. It's it's wicked yeah. heavy. It's and I would go so far as to say, uh, you know, again, maybe this is just my opinion, but as a singer, you are in essence contributing to the aspect of teaching because yeah. what people hear uh, uh, singing, what people hear in terms of lyrics and content, all of that plays into the main kind of um end result of what they're of what they're leaving here with the holy spirit mm-hmm. uh you know i he's really convicted me about that mm-hmm. um and so it's if huge. you're if you're a singer and you want to join the band like you know we have like an audition process and all that yeah. kind of thing in terms of uh, we, we do have a level of expectation mm-hmm. musically yes. and ability wise you know again god's given everybody a different passion yeah um 
some people have passion for things, but the the, the talent level doesn't match up. Some yeah. people have talent, but they have no passion. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's all over of, the spectrum. People that you get. Mm. But so, all right, let's play this out for a second. Somebody yeah. uh, somebody comes up to me on the weekend, yeah, and they say what? Go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> say somebody comes up to you on the weekend and they're like. Hey, I'm a singer. Um, I love singing. I've been singing my entire life. I have tons of professional training. And, you know, I'd really love to just, you know, I'd really love to get up on stage and sing with you. And uh, it's just something I really love doing. So uh, how can I how can I do that? Well, OK, so pause one second. What do you derive from that quick 60 second conversation? They can probably sing, right? If they yeah. if they have all this um, training and classical training and all that good stuff, they can probably sing. But. To me, my first like impression, I don't even care about that. No. I want to know where your heart's at. I want to know where your attitude yeah. is at. Yeah. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to bring yeah. people who are far from God into a place where they can yeah. have an encounter and meet Christ? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, for me, like an obvious red flag is always like, I want to get on that stage. Yeah, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like, what are like the biggest follow up questions we always ask them? Ask them like, Are you in a small group? Are you serving anywhere else? Mm. Yeah. That's like always. I know all three of us do that. Yeah, Absolutely. Very true. And, uh, you know, some of the requirements that we have personally for our own uh, team is, that, you know, you have to be in a small group. You need yeah. to be serving in another area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you should be tithing. We don't want to we don't want to be examples and not practice what we're preaching. Yeah. You know, definitely. that's so important because that's another thing, man. People can People can spot fake. People can yeah. smell fake. Oh, you can smell and it the from last thing away. that I ever yes. want to do is be known as uh, a church that has fake people yeah. here. You know, yeah. that's that's the last thing that we mm-hmm. want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, again, people that want to sing. And this is not to discourage you. No, whatsoever. It's not. We want people, but it's just we I, I get three times as many people who want to yeah. sing than than for people and who it, are on the band. And it's not like it's not like wanting to sing is a bad thing. Like no. that's not what we're trying to say. Like you should want to sing and use your voice, but it's like what is the purpose behind it? And, I mean, and why right, are you doing it? And right now I'm gonna kinda clarify too because all right, the Bible does call us to sing. That's a direct like act of worship for sure. Yeah. Um but take a look at this. So Hebrews 13, 15 through 16. Through him then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Yeah. What do you guys pull out of that, out of those two verses? Well, me personally, I pull two things from that verse. Yeah. Um, the first part, uh, can you read it again? I don't yeah. have it pulled up. <laughs> yeah, so fruit of lips. Yes, fruit of lips. That's the first part. So you have acts of the mouth, and then the second yes. part right after that says, do not neglect to do good and to share what you yes, have. Yes, to do good and share what you have. So, Those are like the two things, the like acts of verbalization, acts of the mouth, and then acts of love. love. Yeah, love. Yes. absolutely. So, you know, the lips and then doing uh, doing good and sharing what you have. So Can, like, Sorry, I was just going to say something else that sticks out to me. Um, in that verse, in those two verses, rather, is that it's bookended with sacrifice. Yes. That's like a huge thing for me. It's in that verse, right? What's that? It's in that verse, right? It, it talks about sacrifice. Yes, yes. And actually, well, that's another cool thing about this, too, yeah. is both of these verses, they're kind of like bookended with, with, with the word sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Through him, then let us continue to offer up a sacrifice of praise. And at the end of it, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. You know, it's in there twice. So I, yeah. You know, 
I think it, it should be a word that we pay attention to. Yeah, it's not in yeah. there for no reason. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, if you want to take it like this, acts of the mouth, which is like fruit of lips, and that's what it's saying, yeah. singing, praising, uh, repenting, yeah. praying, and that's in services and in small groups. That's yeah. why it's so important to get into a small group, guys. Yes. If you're mm-hmm. not in one, like, you're missing out big yeah. time. Yes. So um, that's that. Oh, go ahead, Cody. No, another thing that I got from that is it says, like, to sing, and it doesn't say to sing on a stage. Yeah. And, um, yep. <laughs> I think that's yep. just a, a big thing. Like like you said before, we are we are blessed with a congregation that sings. Yeah. And yeah. it is so important um, for everybody to sing. And if you want to um, title something the worship team, you could actually title the whole auditorium as the worship team. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we are all together worshiping to Christ, whether you're on a platform or you're in the seats. It's just as important. Of course, assuming that. You know the people who are singing and are Christians and are worshiping Christ. Obviously, yeah. the new the new person that comes in. Yeah. But yeah, I yes. know you mean. You should worship him no matter where you are. Yeah, and so the second part, love, and that's the serving and the sacrifice. And you know that's funny that you mentioned about team night, and that's the perfect place for you to come and figure yes. out how you can get plugged in and serving in the realm of creativity here at the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michael and Bria and Christian, they all do a great job at the lighting and audio and video production and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And there's so much that goes into that. Um, and again, even in terms of the band and the music aspect, there's so much that goes into that as well. And we encourage yeah. you guys, like, if you want to get involved with that, come here on a weekend, come see me. Uh, Daigle and Curdy are always here on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Come see any of us. Go by Info Central. Let them know that you want to sign up. And we can get all the paperwork going for yeah. Corey check and make sure that that all checks out and um, and kind of move from there. But again, it's such a it's such an amazing thing to have the privilege of serving. So yes. when we're on stage and we're singing and playing guitar, I uh, guitar or any other kind of instruments, mm-hmm. I almost look at that more as like like the serving aspect, yeah, more than the singing aspect. Because like when I'm up there, I'm not thinking about singing. No, I'm thinking about. Okay, I want to make sure that everything I'm doing from the way I'm moving to the way that I'm thinking uh, to make sure that my heart is right, number one, and to make sure that I'm not doing anything, number two, that's distracting anybody else. And then number three, like our job is to point people up. Yeah. Just point people up. It's it's funny that you mentioned that because um, that's exactly what I was thinking, like. I think all three of us, like when we're on stage and we're and we're leading and we're we're leading the congregation to worship, I feel like we're having less of a worship experience than say, you know, some people in the congregation are. Because we're not up there just to have our own little intimate experience with God and then get off stage. Like we are there to point people up towards God. Right. It's a it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. It is. So maybe you're missing out on some of that being able to just engage in worship. You know, that's not saying you're not gonna worship if you're on the team, but what I'm saying is that th- there is a sacrifice with it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and there, exactly. it's, it's not like you don't join the team so that way you can get closer to God and have a better relationship. No. You, you, you join this team and you serve alongside us so that way you can help grow the kingdom of God and help yeah. other people worship God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have any questions yet? Anybody uh, saying We anything? actually do have a question. All right. Um, I think it was answered by maddie because she's monitoring okay um, cool but somebody just asked how they could get involved to do a small group into a small group info yes. central so like yeah. Yeah, yeah when you when you come here on a weekend uh anything that you want to get involved in in terms of serving in small groups that's going to yeah. be info central 
And then if you were trying to sign up for classes, actually, you know what? Small groups might be at the next steps. The the, the the kiosk. We actually have, we got all technologically sad. We have a kiosk for that. Yes. Um, And then over in the, uh, in the main lobby area, there's other kiosks that you can sign up for growth track for uh, starting point for baptism class. You can like any questions you have about how to get involved in something at the church, like, Walk into the lobby and like throw a rock, and you'll hit, <laughs> you'll you'll hit, hit somebody, you'll hit somebody or something <laughs> that like will show you how to get involved. Hopefully. Absolutely, that's our goal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, summarization of this whole thing, right? So worship is knowing who God is, infinitely worthy. Why we worship to express the supreme value and worth. How do we do that by serving? Acts of love, singing, acts of the mouth, blanketed in an attitude of of sacrifice. Yeah. You know. This is uh, another thing that, you know, we have some extra time, so might as well talk about it. Yeah. Um, I can't stand egos. No. Uh, We don't, it doesn't even happen. I I have a few um, worship leaders from other churches and stuff that I I meet with every once in a while and we talk and, Mm -hmm. and it's nice to be able to get an outside perspective. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes they'll ask, you know, how do you deal with the like arrogant diva mm-hmm. rock star rock star yeah thing and thank god we don't have that no like, we, you know, we really don't knock on wood <laughs> we don't have any, like not one person yet that i can think of who is on the team uh you know has that mentality no and like you said earlier like you can smell fake you can smell fake from a mile yeah. away so like and that's a practical way of saying a spiritual principle which is yeah. like the holy spirit gives us discernment yes you know what i mean yes yes yeah. Oh, that's 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 huge. I think that's one of the first things that we talk to like all the new um, band volunteers about is like get rid of any bit of pride and ego you have. Yeah. Because you are serving. You are serving the same way that anyone else is serving. Absolutely. Just because you're on a stage, that doesn't mean anything. No, and and I mean, again, it's kind of like think about it from even from a biblical perspective of um, the least versus the greatest, like. It's the people that serve the most that that God ends up elevating into another position. And like the people that I'm looking for is not the person that's like, you know, the best guitar player. I'm looking for yeah. the guy that's willing to, you know, some little kid puked in the hallway and he's yeah. over there with a bucket cleaning yes. it up. Because yeah. that just shows his heart. Yeah. You know, and again, worship is not how good you can play or how good you can sing. Worship no. starts with the heart. The essence yeah. of worship is the heart. And everything has to flow from that. Yeah. Um, so That's again, you know, if you're coming in with like this idea that you're gonna blow everybody away with your talent, like you're yeah. coming in the wrong way. If you're if you're coming in like uh, to quote the office, like you're the big tuna. <laughs> 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 like get it, get your, you know, get your. That's making a comeback, huh? The office. Oh yeah, I think we're all rewatching the office. Yeah. Right yes. Now. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I I don't know. I would I would like to personally take a moment to thank every other ministry, like. Worship, worship team or band is nothing without the people who will greet people in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, meet them with a smile or the greeters or even the children's um, ministry. You know, like people cannot sit in the service if their kid is screaming and crying. Like they are there to minister to the kids and, and teach them and grow them so that people can grow whether they're young or they're old. And, um, you know, I went to a conference once and somebody said that people decide whether they want to stay at a church um, within the first five minutes. Yeah. And um, that's before anybody ever gets on stage. Yeah. So those ministries are so important. And, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm sure we're all very thankful for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're the real superstars. Honestly. Yeah, seriously. You know, getting up early out in the cold, you know, parking lot, getting here uh, to watch the kids. Um, I have no kids yet. But um, I actually went to school to be an elementary ed teacher, so I <laughs> I know about kids, man, and and it can definitely be a challenge. But there's yeah. people that they just lay down their lives and they they have a heart yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So why don't we let's get let's get a quick update on Milford and Woonsocket because I mean it's it's so exciting what's happening in those two in yeah. those two towns uh, with Waters Church. Give us give us a quick rundown. Um, I've only been to Woonsocket once, so I'll let you speak for that. But um, Milford's been been awesome, man. Over the past like three weeks, we've had like our our biggest services yet, like the most amount of people coming. I think almost every single week, at least one person has gotten saved. Um, the teams have been growing. We've been getting tons of new volunteers. Uh, we've had new people sign up for the band. People sign up for kids. People sign up for all the different ministries and it's really just it's growing man and it's it's flourishing yeah it's huge it's it's yeah it's awesome yeah all right how about one socket one socket's doing really well we're actually having two baptisms this weekend um and we're having our growth track class so it's awesome awesome. to see people not just attend but want to grow you know and um it's just really encouraging to see that happen there yeah very good so I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah. We're definitely. over at 1241, which is yeah. a nice, uh, nice little break so you guys can finish your lunch and think about all the stuff that we talked about. <laughs> so again, remember, worship is not an adjective. It's a verb. It should be used to define, not describe. I hope we set the record straight today. Hope you kind of have a little bit of a better understanding about what worship really means, not only in your own uh, practical uh, personal experience with God, but um, as a church, as Waters Church, hopefully you get a little bit of a glimpse into the heart of worship and why we do what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks again. Love all you guys. This has been the Deep End Podcast. Thanks for joining us for this week's Deep End Podcast. We pray that you continue to grow in your faith and that you would serve and support your local church. If you don't already have a church home, we invite you to join us this weekend at Waters Church. We are located at 57 John Deach Square in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. And you can join us every Saturday at 4 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 9.30 and 11.30 a.m. Make sure to stay tuned in for next week's episode of The Deep End Podcast.